Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma, or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKinn. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I am so excited for my very first Find Your Hell Yes uh, podcast show. I'm Candice McKim, and I am super excited to be here and about this show and especially about this topic today. Are you intuitive? Uh, I believe we all have an intuition. However, our intuition can be even more and more developed so that it really can support us in our life, everyday life and in our businesses. So many of us look outside of ourselves for the answers. We create pro and con lists. We take a poll, call a friend, and instead of looking within ourselves. So in this very first episode of Find Your Hell Yes, you're going to learn how your intuition is showing up for you and how to grow it even more. You'll be able to stop following trends and fads in marketing and grow a successful business intuitively. As I said, I'm Candice McKim. I'm an intuitive business coach, and I've been speaking on intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as I created a deck of oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition. And we're going to be tapping into, and I'm going to be pulling cards for you later in the show. So if you're joining uh, live, put in the chat. Any questions that you have, you can put in body, mind, or spirit, and I will be drawing you some cards later in the show. So that's going to be super fun. Uh, you can go to Inspired Choices Network and join the chat room, and that's how you'll be able to put in the comments, body, mind, or spirit into the chat room so that later in the show, as well as you'll be able to find the show on over 250 platforms for podcasts and TV so make sure you share it with your friends, follow the show, find your hell yes. As well, plus I am thrilled to invite you to dive even deeper into using your intuition in your life and business by downloading my free four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. So go to CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And in this video series, You'll uncover uh, who, like what's presently holding you back from following your intuition or for living your best life and growing your business. You'll learn how to navigate through it, uh, through uh, using your intuition into opportunities that you desire. So again, that's realigning with your vision so that you can live your dharma. All right, let's get started. Let's dive into this topic are you intuitive? Well, I believe everybody's intuitive. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and what is intuition? So our intuition is just, it's, it's really is just that inner knowing that we have. It's that, you know, it's that feeling you get. It's that, oh, I know this. Hell yes, I know this, right? It's that part of us that that really, um, it's, it's, it takes us out of our thinking brain, it brings us into our body. And it really allows us to, um, when we're connecting to our intuition, it really allows us to know uh, directions to take, 
it helps us to make decisions easier. It helps us to, um, to really find what it is that we, where, which direction we want to go, what we want to say, where we want to, what we want to do, how we want to show up in the world, how we want to run our businesses. Uh, and it's that really that clear messages that we're getting. And that's what our intuition is. You know, and so often, as I said, intuition is a choice, right? How this came about, how my book came about, well, or the title is I was, uh, I was having coffee with a friend and she said, I was in the middle of writing my book and she said, describe your book in four words. And I said to her, I said, intuition is a choice. And it was just like an aha. And I went, oh, that's the title of my book. And, you know, because sometimes we follow our intuition and sometimes we don't. And, you know, when you don't follow your intuition, you go, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Right. It's like, you know, it's, you know, you had this inkling that something was going to happen. And then afterwards you have more clarity around it. Actually, this just happened to me a few weeks ago. My, um, well, I guess it was a couple months ago. My husband and I, we were moving vehicles around. And so I needed to leave his truck at a certain location. And he said, oh, just leave the keys in uh, like on the floor of the driver's side. And I got the intuitive hit. Well, these keys are going to get locked in the truck. And I thought, but you know, I didn't trust it. Right. Cause I, I didn't, you know, I was, didn't want to second guess him. I didn't want to second guess the situation. I didn't want to text him back and said, are you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> right. So I did, I left the keys in the truck and sure enough. And I thought, well, he knows this truck. This truck has a habit of locking its doors automatically. And so I thought he knows his truck as well as I do. And so I did, I left the keys in the truck lock the door or shut the door. And sure enough, when he got there to get the vehicle, it was locked. So then it became even a bigger issue. He had to come back to the house to get the other set of keys and all of that. Right. And it's like, Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Right. And so, you know, it's like, so our intuition, our intuitive hits, they can be small things, everyday things. This also happened to me. Um, I was on, I was at a book signing and I was holding my phone and I thought, oh, I got the, like just a real, just blip of an intuitive hit that I'm going to drop my phone. And so I was holding my phone. I was taking pictures of uh, my display of my book and cards it was a book signing before anybody got there. And this guy came running into the bookstore, a, a chapter's bookstore, and he comes running in and almost knocks me over. And I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't drop my phone. And so I thought that was the incident. So then I put my phone on the table and I was reorganizing things. My phone dropped. So sometimes we can, we can prevent it. Even when we get the intuitive hits, we can, you know, shift that intuitive hit, but sometimes we can't. So I thought the guy passing me really quickly was what would have made me drop my phone, but instead it still dropped anyway. Right. And so this is, this is so interesting to me, right. That, you know, it can be just the little, little things, but then it can also be big things. We all know of people who tell us later that, you know, I was walking down the aisle and I just knew I shouldn't have married, married him, right? How many of us have heard that before that, you know, I just knew intuitively that I, I shouldn't have married him. And as they're walking down the aisle, they know intuitively that they shouldn't, but it's too late, right? At that point, or they feel like it's too late. And so they follow through with it. And, you know, so, and, and then it's like, 
I still believe though, that even it's still part of our path, right? It's still part of our soul's journey. It's part of our, our growing and expanding. Our intuition is our soul speaking to us. So it's still all a part of the soul journey, even though we sometimes follow our intuition and sometimes we don't, right? And as other big examples of this is, um, is uh, when we were buying our house, my husband and I, we, um, we were looking at houses. We've been looking at houses for about six months by this time. And I, uh, I had circled three houses or I had found three houses that we were going to go look at on this one particular day. And we actually got into a little bit of a, a disagreement or a little bit of a fight around it. Because I said, I, you know, I've got three houses, two are in the city and one is in the, in the country. And he's like, why are we even looking for houses in the country? Because he wanted to live in the country and I did not. And so um, he said, why are we even looking at for houses in the country that you don't even want to live in the country? And I said, I don't know, this house seems, I don't know, I just put it on the list. Let's go take a look at it. So we went to the first house instantly, right? I did the walkthrough. And believe me, I can walk through really quickly. I can barely even, I barely even need to go into the house before I decided I do not want to go into this house, right? I do not, this is not our house. So we did the walk through the first house. No, the second house. Well, maybe, you know, there's a lot of things. There's some good things about it, but there's some bad things. And it's not like, it wasn't like a hell yes, right? It was more like a, mm, I'm not so sure. Then we went to the acreage. And it was very close to the city. It was like a 10 minute drive from the city. We went through the acreage and it was the fastest walkthrough we had done out of that day, right? There was, it was just like, do, 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 do out in the car. And my husband said, so what do you think? And I went, that is our house. And he said, what? <laughs> okay, wait a minute, slow down. And I said, that is our house. That is our house. I just know it. That is our house. Sure enough, we bought the house. We lived there for 20 years, right? We just moved a couple of years ago. That was our forever house. That's where we raised our children. But it's just that in that in, you know, intuition is that inner knowing that you have that instinct that that you can't you can't deny it. And sometimes we try, right? And sometimes when we try to deny it, it keeps showing up more and more and more until you almost get knocked on the head and you have to follow that intuitive guidance. So as I said, I uh, or as I'm saying about intuition, I just believe it's like another one of our, our senses. It's the same as touch, taste, sight, smell, sound. We have intuition. But like all of our senses, it can get more developed or it can be less developed. So what I mean by that is like all of our senses. So like for an example, like a chef, they have a really great sense of taste. They can make a dish and as they're, they're tasting it, they can taste all the different ingredients. They can even taste the layers of spices, right? And I, I do not have that, that ability. I, I, I either like it or I don't. I mean, I can taste the ingredients, of course, but it's not like I have this, this amazing palate that can really taste um, all of the different layers and all and pick out all the different ingredients. Um, a massage therapist, like how often have you been at a having a massage and you're getting your back, you know, your back rubbed and she goes, oh, does it hurt there? And you're like, ah, yes, 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 it does. But she can feel so she has this really, really developed sense of, of, of touch, right? And she can feel into where it hurts, right? Again, I don't have I don't have that ability. 
a musician. A musician can hear all of the musical instruments. They can hear when things are off key. I mean, I guess I have that a little bit of an ability. Um, a funny incident is uh, when my son was in high school, he's now 25, but when he was in high school or junior high, I'm not even, I guess it was high school, he was in band and he played the tuba. And he came home from school one day and he said, mom, you got to listen to this song. It's so hilarious. And I said, oh, okay. And it was, uh, it was Queen, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, but it wasn't the original version. It was uh, just the musical or the instrument instruments of it. And so I'm listening to it and I recognize the music and I, and he goes, isn't that funny? And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> like I, I wasn't quite getting what was funny about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And he go, and I'm like, and then he, he's like killing himself laughing. And I'm like, okay. So the music stopped and I'm like, so what, what was so funny about it? And he goes, well, you can hear the tuba. Isn't that hilarious? You can hear the tuba. And I'm like, oh, okay. Play it for me again. And so then as I'm listening to it, then he goes right there, mom, you can hear the tuba because that's the instrument he played. He was like the smallest kid with the biggest instrument. Right. And so I'm like, okay, now I get it. And so I had to kind of train my ears to hear the tuba, right? An artist, they can see a mountainscape, they can see a bouquet of flowers and they can paint them. Photographers can like get, you know, get the lighting and capture the lighting and capture the shadows and all of that. Um, and it's just amazing, right? And then they can implement it into their artwork. So like all of those senses, our intuition can also be developed. It can be, it can be developed so that we are hearing the messages more, we're understanding the messages, we, we know when we're getting intuitive hit, we don't have to, um, we don't have to um, go into the pro or con list. We don't have to, um, we don't have to really, really struggle to believe that it really is our intuition, right? It, we don't have to struggle to believe it's that inner knowing that we have. All right. It's time for our first break of the show. And when we return, we are going to discuss how do we feel our intuitive hits? How do they come to us? And just a reminder, you are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candice McKim, Intuitive Business Coach. We are on Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we will continue discussing, are you intuitive? We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However... When you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Okay. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at candacemckim.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today our show topic is, Are You Intuitive? So before we went to break, we were discussing your intuition and how, um, how it's just another one of our senses. And now I want to go more into our intuition and to really help you to uh, get connected to when you're getting an intuitive hit. What does it feel like? So the second thing I want to discuss with us is that there, we, there's no separation between body, mind, and spirit. So there will always be a physical reaction to your intuitive hits. So what I'm saying is that there's always a gut reaction. And so when I started really diving into our intuition and uh, taking a look at this more, my background is I have a background in social work, and then I became a yoga therapist and a chakra therapist. And I've spent the last two decades marrying together talk therapy with body, mind, spirit, and uh, into a form of intuitive coaching. And then, as I said, when my, I wrote my book, I started speaking more and more about intuition. It was never my plan to speak on intuition as my area of expertise, but I realized that I guess my whole life, I had always really been following my intuitive guidance. And so when I uh, follow that intuitive guidance, it led me to developing it more and more. And because I have this background in mind, body, spirit through yoga therapy, through the chakra system and chakra therapy, I, I really started to recognize that the, the, the feelings that I get and I would get in my body when I have a physical, I, when I have an intuitive hit. And so I just want you to take a minute and to think about this for yourself. How does your intuitive, uh, how do your intuitive hits show up? Do you have a physical reaction? Do you, are you aware of what kind of physical reaction that you're getting? So when I first started really becoming aware of this, of course, I had the gut reaction. I, you know, in the solar plexus, I would feel it in my gut. I would almost have like um, a pull in and my gut would go in and then, or an expansion, right? right? That's where that's where that's where that saying comes from. You get a gut reaction. And so, um, so I would, I would uh, feel it in my body. And then there's, then I started noticing, I would get itchy, I would get itchy nose. And when I was getting messages, or I get itchy ears, a lot of times before I do a lot of energy work, I get itchy ears. And I kind of believe that there's a, uh, energy entities around me, and they're whispering in my ear, or they're getting really close to me. 
I, a lot of people get goosebumps, right? Or they call them God bumps or truth bumps. I've heard them. And you're going to hear me talk about that a lot over the next uh, year of episodes of Find Your Hell. Yes, yes, I will be saying, oh, that gave me goosebumps. And to me, that is truth. That when I, that when I'm feeling, uh, like when I'm speaking to somebody or somebody says something and I get the goosebumps, uh, my interpretation of that is that, uh, it's truth. Truth is being spoken at that time. But there's so many ways that people get their intuitive hits. A lot of people feel it around their heart chakra. It's, it can be a heaviness. It can be almost like pressure on their heart center, almost a bit of, yeah, like a bit of pressure feeling there, or alternately it can be expansive. It can be open. People feel it in their shoulders and their neck. It can feel like a weight that's pushing them down into the earth. Uh, or again, it can be like an opening and uh, a lifting up, almost like a levitation. So I'm asking you, like, what are some of the ways that you get intuitive hits? You will see me scratching my forehead a lot. Even this morning, I'm in the shower and I'm exfoliating my face and my third eye, my third eye chakra was getting a lot of extra exfoliation because it gets itchy. So you will notice me scratching my forehead, scratching the top of my head. Uh, especially when I'm, I'm going to be doing intuitive card readings later in the show. And uh, as I'm getting messages and start to channel those, the, the, they will be coming through a lot. And one of the ways that I notice when I'm getting messages is I'll get a frog in my throat. And in fact, it's, it's become so common in my circle that when I start to speak and I start to get a frog in my throat, people go, Oh, you got a message for me. And because that's what's happening. Right. And so, um, so when we are really, uh, really in tune with that body mind connection, uh, it's really, it's really so, so imperative for you to, to, to developing it is noticing those different ways that it's showing up. And uh, so if you're in the chat, put in the chat how your intuitive hits show up. Do they show up as um, a sensation in your body, like what is the physical reaction? And then, and so some of the things that I've heard are words. This is another thing that I get is I get messages. And often when I'm having a session with a client, I'll get messages and they come across my forehead, almost like a teleprompter. And I noticed that as I was teaching this, I would always do this with my hand, right? It's like a teleprompter and I would do this, but so it goes from right to left are the messages. And it's usually not a long message. It's only usually around three or four words is when I'm getting the message. It's not like a great big explanation, right? It's not like, you know, a, a huge big message. It's a yes. It's like a hell yes. It's uh, you know, follow your heart or just uh, short little messages like that. And uh, they can be very powerful for my clients. And at first, you know, when I would get these messages, when I would be doing sessions, I would um, try to make them better, sound better, <laughs> because three or four words, wasn't that exciting? So I would make them sound better. And when I did that, then um, people go, oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I say the message to people exactly as it's coming through, they go, oh, hell yes, that resonates with me. That's my dad. That's, you know, my aunt or my mom or my grandma or something. And they can really feel it. Um, 
so I'm just, you know, I'm just trying, I'm just diving into some of the other things. So a lot of times people really only get their intuitive hits for a warning, right? And so I feel like a lot of our intuitive hits can either be contracting so that we go in. And when we go in, it's a no, or they can be expansive, right? And when we, it's expansive, that's when it's the hell yes. That's when it's purposeful. I mean, they're both purposeful, to be honest, right? This is a no, I'm not doing that. It's putting up boundaries. It's creating the, the no, we're not going to do it. And then when it's hell yes, that's when our soul is speaking to us. Our intuition is our soul, soul speaking to us. So how do we open up to that and to the expansion, right? Is tapping into and, and connecting to that intuition. So when I sold, so I had a yoga studio for 17 years, super successful. It was an amazing place. And then I got an intuitive hit to um, sell my studio, right? I was leaving on a trip to go to India. I'm going to tell I for sure I'm going to be telling you more about that story, um, but not right now. But um, I, so I, I was going to India, but only for, I think I went for about seven, eight weeks. And, but I got the intuitive hit about six weeks before I left to go to India to sell my studio. And uh, I, I, it was just, it came in, like I was just getting overwhelmed. I was getting lots of emails uh, about people wanting to be a part of my studio and rent my studio studio while I was away. Other people were pulling out. It was just all of this. And I just got a really clear intuitive hit, sell your studio, let your studio go. But the thing is, I loved my studio, right? I taught yoga classes there. I had community there. I still get messages of people saying, I miss your yoga space. I miss your community. I miss your yoga classes. I had a place to teach workshops. I had an office to see clients. It was a beautiful space. And people didn't understand why I was letting the studio go. And, and even my husband said, uh, what are you doing? You love yoga. You love doing this. Why are you selling your studio? First of all, I wasn't going to sell it, right? I was just going to close the studio. So the interesting thing that happened was that uh, I had been in the space for years and I had talked to the landlord and verbally agreed to take the space for another year and gave her all the posted checks but it was six months into the lease and she never got the contract to me. And every time I saw her, um, she'd say, Candace, I need to get that contract to you. And I'm like, yeah, you do. And so anyway, it was six months later. And so I called her up and I said, I told her my situation that I was going to be gone for almost two months and I was going to let the space go. And uh, I asked her, I said, so I never decided the agreement. So does that mean it goes month to month? And she said, yes, it does. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to give you, you know, seven weeks notice. And I told her the situation. And she said to me, she said, I'll give you a free month's rent. And I went, oh, okay. Let me think about this. Resistance, right? Resistance to following my intuitive guidance. My intuitive guidance is telling me to let the studio go. And here's some resistance that's showing up. So I got off the phone. And I said it out loud. So this is one of the tricks. This is how you can check in with your body. If, especially if you're at a crossroads, if you have a decision to make is to check in with your body. So I took a deep breath and I said out loud, I'm going to keep the studio. And my body went, no, I contracted in my gut pulled in. I heard a no. And uh, it was like a physical reaction that came across me. And then I said, I'm going to, I'm going to keep the studio. 
And it was like a yes. It's like this opening. And it was a yes. It was a hell yes. Or sorry, sorry. Oh, the opposite. I'm going to, sorry, I said that wrong. I'm going to let the studio go. And it was a hell yes. I'm going to keep the studio. Oh my goodness. This ruined my whole story. <laughs> let me say it again. I, I said out loud, I'm going to keep the studio. And that's when my body contracted. It said no. And it was like a definite no. And then I said, I'm going to let the studio go or the studio go. And it was an opening and expansion. And it was a hell yes. And I would like to say that I called her back right away and said, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm going to follow my intuitive guidance and I'm going to let the studio go. But I didn't. I reached out to my community and um, somebody ended up buying my studio from me. And it was so amazing. And I was so grateful for that. And then I, so I didn't have to sell the studio or I did, I did sell the studio, but I didn't have to just close the doors. And so then eventually I did in, indeed call the landlord back and say that I am going to let the studio go and that somebody else was going to take over. And it felt good for me. It was, like I said, it was such a beautiful space and it was a beautiful community. Not that it, uh, and, and, and it felt good for me that I felt like I had a home to come back to. And, um, but anyway, it was like really checking in with your body. So this is a great tip for you. If you're at a crossroads, if you have a decision to make, say your decision out loud and check in. How does your body reacting to it? Is it a no is it a contraction? Is it a no? And it says no, in your body saying no, or is it expansion and opening up to, to what is here for you and to following that intuitive guidance? Okay, it's time for our second break of the show. And when we return, we're going to talk more about uh, how your intuitive hits are showing up for you, how you can stay connected to your intuition and develop it even more. You are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candice McKim, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we will continue to discuss uh, how you can develop your intuition more. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. 
To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, I'm having so much fun. I hope you're having as much fun as I am. I am intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today we're talking all about intuition and are you intuitive? Before we went to break, we were discussing how you can get a physical reaction from your intuition. And now I want to talk more about developing your intuition. As I said, I'm an intuitive business coach, and I speak not only on intuition, but on women and worth, wealth and wellness, and finding our purpose so that we can really show up in the world in our most fulfill, fulfilled expression of ourselves. And I am super excited to invite you to dive even deeper into your intuition in, and in your life and your business by downloading for free my four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. Go to CandaceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And in this video series, you'll uncover what's presently holding you back from your life or your in your life or your business and how to navigate it through it towards the opportunities that you so desire. Then you'll stay in a powerful state and be able to realign with your vision um, and live your dharma. I believe that we all are here for a spiritual vision. And when we inject, anybody can run a business, but when you inject your spiritual vision into your business, it's going to soar. That's when it's going to really take off in the world. And by using our, our intuition, we stay out of fads and trends in marketing, and we can really um, uh, follow our intuitive guidance and do it so authentically and live in the flow. And, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but how many of you have like thought you needed to hire, you know, some specific guy, like dude, right? That's going to take your business from here to here when, um, when, and then you do that and it's not, it does, you don't get the results that you really thought you would and that you did, that you were expecting. But then, but what, but I believe that when you stay in your authentic energy and you do it your own way, yes, those strategies, you know, work. I mean, we can Google strategies, right, in business. But when the, we have uh, our follow our intuitive guidance, that's when we can inject it with our spiritual vision. And that's when our businesses really are going to take off and soar. We get into this flow, right, this flow of um, of, of business, of opportunities coming, of saying hell yes to all of the opportunities. All right. So developing your intuition. So I believe that we can develop our intuition more. Like I said, just like all of our other senses, we can develop it more. And um, then we're more apt to follow our guidance. And I'm at the point now that, you know, as I was saying, when I sold my studio, that people are asking me, what are you doing? You know, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> maybe, but I'm at that point now that when people are asking me, what are you doing? It's validation that I'm not being, um, I'm not following what society thinks I should be doing, what other people think I should be doing. I, that tells me that I'm following my intuition, right? Like, um, so many of us get stuck in jobs and marriages and relationships and, um, situations that, really hurt our soul, right? And when we can, um, 
And that's not what our soul wants for us, right? Our soul wants to shine bright and be big and really show up in the world in our most greatest expression of ourselves. And it's our ego that wants to keep us small. It's our ego that wants to keep us on the couch watching Netflix and not really showing up in the world. And so I feel like when we um, follow our intuitive guidance, it is going to take us out. It, well, no, I don't think I know it takes us out of our comfort zone. It pushes us definitely out of our comfort zone. And, you know, like I said, when I sold my studio, it totally put me out of my comfort zone. I came back and I went through a period, uh, a deep, dark period of what am I doing? First of all, I was healing from my experiences. I had shifted. I'd been on a spiritual pilgrimage. I had shifted my energy and my vibration so much. I, I wasn't sure how to cope with it. I went through a, a, a kind of a dark period. But what happened, though, is that it opened up time and space for me. And what happened with that is that's where I created my book and my oracle cards. That, that's where those came to fruition is in that space. And then that, what did that do? It took my vision, my spiritual vision out of just my yoga studio or my community and out into the world, right? It got me onto so many platforms. Here I am on a podcast, right? It, it got me onto so many different things. So by developing our intuition, it, it takes us into what it, it takes us inward and then we bring it out. And as I said, there will be resistance. People are going to ask you, what are you doing? And that's when you go, I need to follow my intuitive guidance. I need to stay connected to this intuition because I know it's that inner knowing, right? It's your inner knowing that you need to keep following that guidance. All right. So different ways that we can continue to develop our intuition is, is maintaining a clear channel. We need to keep ourselves focused or keep our, our channels very clear, right? Like, I, as I said in the second section, is that it, we, have, we will always have a physical reaction to our intuitive hits. But if we are tired, if we're hungry, if we're overstressed and overwhelmed, we can't, we can't hear it. We can't connect to it. We're not going to recognize our intuitive hits. When we um, are feeling lethargic and depressed and in anxiety, then we're not going to be, we cannot connect to, to source and to our intuition. We need to be in a powerful state of being so that we can really stay connected to it. So the first thing I recommend is drink more water. It sounds so simple. And I have my huge water glass beside me right now. It sounds so simple. But if you think about it, we are a conduit, right? Where you want to be the conduit for the messages coming through you. You want to be a conduit for those messages coming down. And so one of the first things is, is drinking more water, making sure that you're hydrated. And I, as I said, it sounds so simple, but I drink, I drink a lot of water and, um, my kids joke with me. <laughs> Actually, I was just uh, just on this past weekend. I was on a road trip uh, with my son and my daughter. They both had come home for a visit, and we were going to another city. Well, back to where we where they grew up to visit some friends. And so, on in the car, we I had my water. I had another thing of water. I had lots of I you know iced tea. And we stopped at Starbucks, and I <laughs> passing things to my son, and he goes. I don't have enough cup holders back here. <laughs> 
And I'm like, no, 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 we can figure this out. We have the doors, we can figure this out. And my daughter said, mom, I think there's a, I think there's some sort of problem here. But I really believe that drinking our water is one of the very first, very, very first things to do. And the very first steps in, in developing our intuition is drinking more water as well. Of course, eating healthy food, eating a good diet, doing all of those things that keep us feeling good and keeping us being a good channel, moving our body, finding movement. Uh, as you know, I ran a yoga studio. So of course, yoga and asana is, is my jam, but also walking, biking, kayaking, all of the things, skiing, I'm in Canada. So all of the things, right, doing those things that really um, get you excited, allow you to move your body, but feels good and energizing for you. Uh, so breath is another thing, taking deep breaths. Again, it was very funny. I was talking to my producer, Christine yesterday, and I took a deep breath and she goes, are you nervous? And I said, yes. <laughs> and she said, you don't seem nervous. So thank you. I appreciated that. But that's my, that's my thing is take deep breaths, take deep breaths. When you're in any stress, right? Taking the breath to slow you down, just, uh, to lower your central nervous system, like slow it down so that you can connect to your intuition. Meditation. I'm a long-term meditator. I have been um, meditating since I was 13 years old. My parents were hardworking, self-employed parents of three teenagers. And um, uh, my mom and uh, dad, well, my mom was very stressed out and went to the doctor and they actually prescribed Valium for her. And she's like, I can't take this stuff and run a business and run a household. And so my parents took our entire family of five to learn to meditate when I was 13 years old. And it is an absolute non-negotiable. I do it absolutely every single day. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter when I have to get up, I'll set my time, you know, 20 minutes earlier, 25 minutes earlier so that I can uh, make sure that I meditate. It's, it's how I start every start my day. And it's often how I start all of my programs, all of my teachings. It's just a bit of a grounding, a bit of getting into your body, slowing things down, bringing you into the present, um, really allowing yourself to be aware. So some of the ways that we can, okay, so breath, meditation, let me just go over them again. We have breath, we have meditation, we have getting into nature is another uh, phenomenal way to start to connect to, to your intuition and to hear, to hear the messages coming through. Again, it relaxes us. It calms us. And when, it's only when we're in that, that powerful, beautiful state of being that we can connect to source. So uh, making sure that you get proper sleep. This is my, this is my hardest thing I, to do is I am a night owl. I like to stay up late. I like to get up early, but it does catch up to me. So, so getting proper sleep, taking the deep breaths and, and playing around with your intuition, allowing it to be validated. I run a circle of women and this is one of the best things about uh, the circle of, I mean, there's so many great things about the circle of women, but one of the great things is that it built, it, it, it's now is a new community of women where they can uh, validate each other's intuition. When you get those intuitive hits, you can, we can validate it. Oh, I got this intuitive hit or I got this intuitive hit. And then it's like, oh, we have somebody that can really understand it. They're talking the same language and can acknowledge your in intuition and can uh, validate it for you. And just listening, listening, as I said, to your body, your body is your biggest resource of connecting to your intuition and really trusting it, 
this is where, this is why you hire an intuitive coach and especially an intuitive business coach is trusting it. Because what happens is I've talked a couple of times about resistance. We're really going to talk more about that in our next, in my next show next Wednesday. But uh, when we're uh, trusting your intuition, uh, because there will be resistance that shows up. And sometimes, like I gave you that example, sometimes it doesn't look as like a bad thing, right? As I said, she offered me a free month's rent. So sometimes resistance doesn't always show up as a bad thing. It can show up as a good thing even. All right. So we're just about ready to go into our break, but I want to just go through this again. How you develop your intuition more is to keeping a clear channel. First and foremost, drinking lots of water, eating healthy. I've been vegetarian since I was 16, eating um, a light diet, eating a healthy diet, meditating, taking deep breaths, getting proper rest, moving your body, getting into nature, uh, playing around with it and listening to, to, and listening to hear your intuitive hits and then validating, validating it. Okay. So we are going into our next break and, um, uh, when we return, I'm going to be pulling intuitive cards for you, pulling and doing offering card reading. So please put it in the chat, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw a card for you. We will return. When we return, we're going to really dive into the Oracle cards, and it's going to be super fun. You are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim, on Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we are going to be pulling cards for your body, mind, and spirit. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition, and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition, and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an Oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at CandiceMcKim.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Candice McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today we are talking about Are You Intuitive? So before we went into break, I talked to you about how to develop your intuition more. And now we are going to be, I'm going to be offering intuitive card readings. So if you are watching live, you can put into the chat, as well as I'm going to redo a, a card, pull some cards for everybody for this next week. And um, um, so I'm super excited to offer you the card readings and both are available. So I'm using my deck Yogini's guide to intuition, Oracle cards, as well as my book Yogini's guide intuition is a choice. And both are available on my website, candacemckim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. All right. And, um, all right, so I'm just looking in the chat and 
All right. So I have, um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I have somebody here that wants a card for spirit. Okay. So let me just tell you a little bit about the cards first. There, there are 54 cards in the deck because 54 is a half of 108, which is a sacred number. And so when I, when I told you that I came back from India and it opened up time and space for me to write my book and create my deck of Oracle cards, what happened is in the, in the years before, all the years before I would get intuitive hits on, um, on what the yoga postures meant on a spiritual level. So yes, I believed in, um, you know, of course I believed in alignment and doing the yoga postures correctly and all of that, but really I just kept getting intuitive hits as to what the yoga postures meant on a spiritual level. And so for years, I would just keep notes. I just started writing it down. Just, you know, this is what this card means. This is what, or not card, but this is what this posture means. This is what this means. And I just started keeping, keeping track and keeping notes. And then, um, and, and I, I, I so I knew I had a deck of Oracle cards. I had already been using Oracle cards from the time I was little. And even before that I would use playing cards and I, you know, I knew I'd read a book on what they meant. And so I knew I was creating a deck of Oracle cards and I worked with a couple artists, artists at first, and it got confusing. Um, you know, like Oracle cards, they can, they can be very, like, there's a lot of work that goes into each piece of each card. Right. So when I was working with different artists, it was like, whose artwork is this and how, like whose property is it after it's done? And, um, you know, I couldn't afford to buy 54 pieces of artwork. And so, uh, I wasn't sure how that would all work and, you know, like what are the rights with all of that? And so I, I kind of dropped it a couple times before. And then after I came back from India, I had sold the studio. I started putting, I, I, I went through a period of healing and inner work. And then I pulled up my cards and started to work on them again. And as I was, I was working on them, my daughter, fortunately, was in art school, university, to get her art degree. And, and so I, I said to her, I said, would you do the artwork for my Oracle cards? And she said, hell yes. And so my daughter, Chloe McKim, is the artist. And I wrote the cards and they come with the little booklet. And as I was writing them there, you can't get much in these little booklets. As I was writing, I knew I had more to say, and that's how my book came about. So in my book, it's very similar where each chapter starts with the image and then the divinatory part of what the image means, the yoga posture means, and then a short chapter on how to bring it into our everyday life. How do we live our spiritual journey? How do we live uh, yoga, how do we live body, mind, and spirit in today's world? And so that's what the book is about is just expanding it more. And, uh, that's what the chapters are about. Okay. So let's dive into the Oracle cards. Okay. Ah, spirit card for our first guest on the chat, uh, Manipura chakra, solar plexus chakra, power, courage, and being visible. All right. And this is spirit. So spirit wants you to be very 
uh, to ver- to show up in the world, to show up, get your message out there, to continue to to um, show up as powerfully as possible for as you can, right? That you are a powerhouse. This is um, right as uh, as women, we tend to dim our light a little bit. Uh, we tend to slow down and dim our light. And this card is telling you, spirit is telling you directly through this card to no longer do that, to um, show up and to um, shine your light as bright, as bright as possible. And I love that for you. I love it, love it, love it. All righty. And okay, we have Kim and I'm going to draw Kim a card as well for mind. So you can join me next week and I will draw a card for you. You go to Inspired Choices Network, go into the chat room, and then I'll be able to draw a card for you. All right. This one is for Kim and it's, it's cat and cow, Marichiasana. And this is trust and surrender. So this is your mind. This is the mind that gets in your way, right? I am also a mindset coach. I've taken training on it. And our mind is the thing that, um, that gets in our way of following our intuitive guidance, right? And this card is really asking you to really trust it, to surrender. This is cat and cow. So it's our spine which is our, our back is our spiritual body. So it's that going with the flow when it starts to feel hard, when your mind starts getting in your way and it starts to feel um, a little bit more challenging, then allow yourself um, to surrender, to trust, to move into that. I'm just going to read this one and then I'm going to pull one for the collective. So let me just read this one really quickly. Cat and cow posture is where you arch your spine one way and then the the other. In cat and cow, relax and surrender into the hopefulness of the spinal movement. Trust in yourself, your abilities, and your angels. Have faith that you will make the right phone call. You will return the precise email or meet the correct person. Prevent micromanaging situations by believing in your intuition. I love that. I love that. All right. So I want to draw a card for all of you, all of the listeners that are here. And this is your card for this week, for this next week. Movement and flow, movement and flow. So this is the exercise card, which yes, we, uh, you know, that's important to exercise and to move your body and to enjoy that. Um, But it's also about allowing yourself to go into that flow to, um, to find the ease and the movement and to, um, to dance and to sing and to not put pressure on yourself. All right, thank you for so listening much to the Find Your Hell Yes Everybody, Show. Thank you Candace so much. McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you. <laughs>